Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We are so excited that you are here and are praying that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ. Hey, what's up, students? Thank you for checking out our podcast today. Here on The Point Podcast today, we have the man, Austin Andes. Austin is one of our interns at The Point. And uh, let me just tell you what, our interns do not get enough credit for all that they do. And everything you see on Wednesday night and Sunday mornings, it's just simply not possible without the team of interns we have. I'm so thankful for them and so thankful for Austin jumping on to join us here on The Point Podcast podcast today. And so Austin's going to come lead us in the word a little bit. And before he does, I have some sick intro music that he loves. And so I hope you enjoy Austin today. Well, guys, if you didn't know, my uh, my favorite noodle is now fettuccine. So yeah, go get some fettuccine. I don't want the lamb. I want the Lamborghini. Look it up. It's great. Uh, this today, I want to start with a question: What happens when we are faced with an obstacle? What happens when we are faced with something that challenges us, not just in what we're doing, but exactly in who we are and the type of person that we think we are? Today, in this passage in Matthew chapter two, verses one through twelve, we're going to look at an interesting situation where King Herod is confronted with an obstacle, and he has two options on what to do when that obstacle comes. So if you're there, Matthew chapter 2, I'm going to read a little bit of it. It says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod. And behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Who is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So immediately, Matthew writes down for us this this great event. Jesus has been born, and there was a star in which these magi from the east have seen, and they have come to worship Jesus. And they ask a really important question. I don't know if you saw it. It says, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? See, what's interesting is the Jews had a king. The King Herod, as he's mentioned in this passage, is already their king. He oversaw them building of the temple. And so even though he was a little bit crazy, as we'll see in a later passage, he, he's done a lot of good work for the Jews. And so these magi come, and they're not, they're not Hebrews, they're not Jewish, they're from the East. That's all we know about them. And they ask, where has he who has been born king of the Jews? Where's the one who is the king? And so Herod, and apparently all the other people there, were really confused. They're like, well, we, we already have a king. We're already, we're, we're good. And so they inquire. And I love that it says that they were troubled. King Herod was troubled by this. Why was King Herod troubled? It's because he was the king. So already he's got an issue. Apparently there's another king in his kingdom. And so he either needs to figure out what he's going to do about it or if he's just going to allow it to happen. And so they go on and they figure out that this Christ, the Messiah, the one who is promised from the Old Testament, Jesus, was born in Bethlehem of Judea. And so he quotes an Old Testament scripture, which Matthew is using again and again to show us that Jesus is the Messiah come for the Jews. This is the point of Matthew in the first place, which is what he's writing for. And so in verse 7, he goes down, he said, Herod summoned these wise men, those magi, and secretly and ascertained, he just asked them a question, where and what time did this star appear? He's trying to figure out how old Jesus is. Basically, he's trying to figure out 
where he's supposed to look for them, how old is this baby supposed to be. And so he said to them, go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I may too come and worship him. Listen to that. That's really, really crucial in this text. He says, go and find the child and tell me when you found him so that I can come and worship him. We're going to see that's not exactly what he does, right? So verse 9, he says, After listening to the king, they went on their way. Behold, the star, it rose, and it came over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Opening their treasure, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. So here, here's the thing. Herod, I, I want to point out Herod in this passage, because Herod has this really great opportunity. He's confronted with a truth that he wasn't expecting. There's another king, and he is the king of the Jews. And and the text specifically points out, Matthew specifically writes to say, they knew this was the Messiah. It's clear. He says, this is the Christ, the one who has been prophesied for hundreds of years. This is where he's been born. Here he is. He's here now, right? And so King Herod has two options. Either one, he can get upset that there's another king to take his throne. He can be an egomaniac and, and feel as it a personal attack against him. He can be defensive and aggressive to see that something has come his way to change the way that he sees the world. Or he can go and he can bow down to the king that's been promised. And so as we see, Herod chooses the, the first option, which is obviously the wrong option, because there's Jesus. Here's the Messiah, the king of the world. Not only the king of the Jews, but the king of the world. And Herod has the opportunity to go and worship the baby Christ, the one who has come to save him from his sins. And instead of worshiping God for the great mercy that he's given, he, he is attacked, he's threatened. And because of that, he does this awful thing that we'll see in the next episode, in the next podcast, so stay tuned for that. He, he does this terrible atrocity because he is, he needs to be defended. He, he feels personally threatened by the Christ. And here, here's what I want to challenge you with today. Christ is not only king of the Jews, but he is king over you and I. He is king of the world. And what that means is that challenges us too. Because everything that we do, everything that we are, Christ is Lord over. And so he changes everything. Everything in our lives, everything, day in and day out, Christ is in control. When we say Christ is Lord, that means Christ is boss. He's in charge. And so we have two options. Either A, we can fight against that. We can fight against that truth and we can live in sin, or we can surrender to that and we can worship the true and living God, the King of Kings. And so I pray today that as we look at this passage, we we take the route of the Magi and that we fall before King Jesus and we worship him for who he is and all the wonderful things that he's done for us. Don't defend yourself against Christ. You'll lose. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.